Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. As always, thank you so much for taking of your time and joining me today. We're going to dive right in. I'm going to need you to grab your Bibles. We're going to find the New Testament book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2. While you find your way there, let me give you the premise. Let me give you the concept from which our theme this week comes from. I'm going to give you just a little taste of a day in the life, a day in the life of the director of Bible Tracts Incorporated. Who's that? Well, by God's grace, that's me. I'm so privileged with the opportunity to be not only the host of this radio broadcast, but also to be the director of this eight-decade-old ministry called Bible Tracts Incorporated. Truly, I'm honored. I've said it many times before, and I'll say it many times hence, I stand on the shoulders of giants. Not just Paul Levine, our founder, Mark Smith, my predecessor, all the people that have invested in my life to bring me to the point where I am now and realize I am just a man at best. I do not in any way, even though I stand on the shoulders of giants, I don't put myself on a pedestal, and anytime you see me climbing up on a pedestal, I give you a couple of free shots to knock me back down, all right? But in all seriousness, I have very big shoes to fill. Realize this radio broadcast started all the way back in 1958 with Paul Levine's voice ringing out over the airwaves. It's amazing to think what God has done through this radio ministry and the gospel tract ministry of BTI, Bible Tracks Incorporated, over these past many decades. But I'm going to give you today just a glimpse into the life of Micah McCurry. Last week, not too long ago, I was thinking about what the Lord would have me to speak about on this week of radio broadcasts. Now realize we are just a few scant days away from our grand opening at Bible Tracks Incorporated here in Odell, Illinois. Grand opening of what, you say? Well, our brand new building. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. And we are working feverishly. We're keeping orders going out the door. I actually just checked not too long ago. We have hundreds of orders come in every single week. Think about that. Hundreds of orders. That means there are hundreds of of packages that need to go in boxes, need to be put out around the world, and realize we do it free of charge. And uh, at the same time, as we package and print, produce, distribute, Thousands upon tens of thousands, actually, of gospel tracts. Actually, let me think here, hundreds of thousands every month. Realize this, we are also neck deep in finishing up a building project. I was thinking, there are probably some applications that can be drawn from what we do here at Bible Tracts Incorporated. And so, I just want to give some practical thoughts related to a day in the life of Micah McCurry. I often get to the building here in Odell, Illinois. It's about 10 minutes from my front door. Just a little jaunt down Old Route 66. We li- we, we work uh, right here. You can see, you can throw a stone and hit Old Route 66, that historic highway that connects, what is it? Um, is it Los Angeles in Chicago? Something like that. But regardless, we're right next to it, and we're right off of I-55 that splits uh, Illinois right down the middle there, Chicago, Springfield, and beyond. But realize this, oftentimes I try to get to work 
try to get to Bible tracks when I'm in town, I should say, when I'm not on the road uh, preaching in the evangelism trail. I try to get to BTI around 7.30, thereabouts. Sometimes I miss it. Um, let's see, oftentimes it can be a little earlier. Sometimes it can be just a little bit later, but often, very often before 8 o'clock. Realize, of course, we're in central time. And so the East Coast is an hour ahead of us. And so if I pulled in at 8.30, East Coast would already be 30 minutes into their business day. And so we try to get here a little bit early. Now, realize this. If you try to call the offices of Bible Tracks Incorporated first thing in the morning at 7.30, probably not answering the phone. It's not because I haven't had my coffee, but it's probably because I'm catching up on emails and things like that. But beyond that, uh, I digress. Where was I? I get here about 7.30. One of the reasons for that is it allows me to get some real work done before the phone starts ringing off the hook and before people start waking up and contacting me. I, I checked not long ago. I can average 30 phone calls a day in and out. And oftentimes that's what eats up a good chunk of the day. And so I got here about 7.30 and this was going to be, the day that I'm referring to, was going to be a work day. It was going to be a building day. We had a few projects we were trying to get done. We never get done as much as we want to, but we do our best, right? So this day, one of the first projects on the docket was installing a washer and dryer here in our new building. Now, we can talk about why we have them. Long story short, the reason why we have a washer and dryer in our commercial building is because we have the founder's room, kind of a profits chamber in this building. And we have missionaries, we have national pastors, we have different uh, preachers and different friends of our ministry that come and stay in that profits chamber. And we try to give it all the touches of home, including a washer and a dryer. And so we had not yet installed them. And to God be the glory, we got a phenomenal deal on a washer and dryer on a Facebook marketplace of all places. And it'll probably, honestly, we got them locally. So I don't want to say it too loudly in case they hear they probably could have been purchased for about double the cost that we got them for they're in great repair very lightly used great set of washer and dryer so i got all the pieces got the gas line got the vent pipe um, got the red and blue uh, water uh, um, hoses to hook them up to water. Got all the stuff. We even had these nifty straps to carry them up the stairs because they need to go up the stairs. And so we were ready to go. We got the dryer upstairs. We were about to hook it up. And we realized the gas pipe coming out of the wall was a different size than the gas pipe the standard normal gas pipe that you would use to hook it up to a dryer. Now, we had phenomenal help the entirety of the time that we've been working on this building. We've had many people, and I have no clue who installed the gas pipe, but it was really a simple fix. All I had to do was run down to Ace Hardware. One of our church members is actually the a local church. One of our church members, Micah Streif, is the manager of the Ace Hardware in Dwight, Illinois. He's always He always takes care of us. He always takes the time to show us exactly what we need if we're not sure, very knowledgeable. And so there I am driving to Ace Hardware. You know why? Because we didn't have the right pieces. Now, all I needed was, if I recall correctly, I needed a 90 degree black pipe. Now, I realize it's got to be black pipe from what I understand, okay? Because natural ga gas and all that, it's got to have a certain type of pipe. Black pipe, 90 degree reducer, 
from three quarters, that's what was coming out of the wall, to half inch. I guess that's the standard to hook up a dryer with, half inch. But I also needed a little nipple there, the one you thread into the piece coming out of the wall, and then we thread the 90 degree onto that. And of course, you got to have the yellow tape to make sure that no gas leaks and things like that. So really, all in all, two or three pieces would have made it all right. But I didn't have the right pieces. And so that dryer would have never dried a single bedsheet, a single shirt, or a single set of pants. It was effectively, as it sat there, it was a gas dryer, not electric dryer, a gas dryer. That means it was effectively useless. It was approximately, probably, uh, I don't know what they weigh, 150 pound paperweight. Good for nothing. Why? Because I didn't have the right pieces. And therein we find our lesson for today. Turn to the book of Ephesians. You may have already found your place there. Ephesians chapter 2 and uh, verse number 8. Ephesians 2.8. Familiar passage, very likely to some of you, but if it's not, let me refresh your memory. Ephesians 2.8. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, verse 9 says, not of works, lest any man should boast. I am very seldom in my home church. Now, I'm very connected to my home church. We tithe to our local church as the Bible commands us to. We, when we are in town, we are in our local church. We attend the events of our local church as we are able to. My kids love their Sunday school teachers. They love King's kids. They love all the things that they get to be a part of. But because of my schedule in evangelism, I'm not always at my home church. But not too long ago, I was. It was a Wednesday evening. Now, some churches, they treat Wednesday evening as a, a Bible study time, and I'm all for that. They, some treat it as a prayer meeting. I'm all for that. I'm big on the local church. You do what, the, what your local church pastor wants to do. This particular Wednesday evening ended up being a little more preachy than a normal Wednesday night at First Baptist Church of Dwight. God moved in a great way. My father-in-law, my pastor, was preaching from the book of Galatians. And he was preaching, and God, as I mentioned, he preached powerfully that Wednesday night. And normally for us, Wednesday is a little more of a teaching time, but he preached. And there's a young man. He's been a part of our church for a long time, longer than I've been a part of our church. And he fell under conviction. God was just working him over. And he raised his hand on a Wednesday evening and said he needed to accept Christ. He came down to an altar. I had the opportunity to work with him, to, to talk to him. And I'll be honest with you, he knew all the right answers. He just knew he'd never put the pieces together. And he prayed. I didn't have to lead him in any prayer. I'm not opposed to leading someone in a prayer, but... He prayed a prayer, one of the best sinner's prayers I've ever heard with tears in his eyes, caused tears to be in my eyes as I listened to him just pour out his heart to God and apologize for pushing off the gift of salvation for so very long. Oh, what a joy to hear. 
Can I tell you, that young man finally found the right pieces. I don't know what you're trusting in today, but if you're trusting in your works, then the book of Ephesians tells you that you cannot, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven on the merit of your good works. Heaven's a perfect place. The problem is not your good works. It's the fact that you and I are sinners. And God cannot allow sin into heaven. But thankfully, through the shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ, he provided a way of escape. My question for you, friend, have you accepted it? If you have questions about this most important of decisions, thank you for listening today. Join us tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.